Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Okay, friend, let's talk about something extremely uncomfortable, something that none of us want to admit. Something that you and I experienced, and that is physically wanting to hurt your kids when you feel angry and out of control. Physically wanting to bring pain to your children, and then feeling so much guilt and remorse right afterwards. I've shared my story about my first experience with mom rage and anger, and I will link it in the show notes so you can go back and listen. It's been a recent episode about my story, how I even became a coach, and I shared my episode of rage, my first episode of rage, when my oldest was three and I felt completely out of control and I physically hurt him. So I wanted to share with you honestly, my natural tendency is to want to physically hurt my kids when I'm feeling angry. I think part of that comes back to the way I was raised. In my home, my parents spanked us, mostly our dad, because our mom was just super kind and sweet, and she, if she did spank us, it was extremely light, and I don't even remember her spanking me at all. It was mostly my dad, and the reason is, is because that's what they believed was the right thing to do that's the way they were raised and that was what was taught in the church and that's the way their parents raised them that when your child is misbehaving you spank it out of them to get them to do what you want them to do and there was just no other way they just did literally did not know another way to do things and I wanted to share with you that I personally decided years ago not to spank my kids for many different reasons I don't believe it's the best thing for my kids. I believe that having a connection and a relationship with them is better. There are more creative ways to get my kids to do what I want them to do. And I would catch myself back in the day when I did spank, it was out of anger, out of frustration and anger. And I felt out of control in the circumstance in the situation. And that's how I was taking it out on my kids. And I chose not to do that anymore because I don't believe it's the best option. And I don't believe that that is necessarily what the Bible is telling us to do when it comes, when it talks about using the rod and training your children. I believe that it's teaching us to guide them and mentor them and direct them like 
like a shepherd would to a sheep, right? Instead of just hitting them. And if I'm teaching my kids to manage their anger and control their anger when they're feeling angry and to avoid hitting their sibling and walk away, it just makes no sense for me to hit them when I'm feeling angry and frustrated with them. So besides the point, I chose not to do that with my kids. And still my tendency, my natural sinful human tendency, when my kids are misbehaving and not listening, and when I feel really stressed, when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel really angry, out of control, my tendency is to want to physically hurt them. And that to bring them physical pain, to just get them to do what I'm telling them to do in the moment, because I feel so out of control. Now, I'll be honest, moments like this are very rarely few in between right now. I might have a couple moments like that in three months. Like they just don't happen that often anymore because of all the work that I do and all the inner work and implementing what I teach you here. And I still have moments like that. And I want to talk about that because I think that is real. And there's a difference. There's a difference between a mom who's physically hurting her kids and is abusive and doesn't care doesn't see that it's a problem and doesn't want to do anything about it. And a mom who feels out of control and knows what she's doing is wrong and is sinful and hurtful. And then she feels so much remorse and guilt and she just feels out of control in that moment. And she wants to stop. She just doesn't know how. And I recently received an email from a mom was struggling exactly with that. She's like, this is what I experienced. And I feel so much shame and guilt. And I feel like I'm the only mom who's dealing with this. And I told her, I'm like, friend, you are not alone. There's a difference between a mom who's abusive and doesn't care and doesn't want to change. And a mom who understands this is an issue, wants to change. She just doesn't know how. She doesn't know where to start. And so this is what I want to talk to you about about this physical tendency to want to release the anger in a physical way by hurting our kids and then feeling so much shame and remorse and guilt over that and how to actually stop this. That's what we will be talking about in this episode and I hope you find it helpful and valuable and if you do, my friend, share it. Text it to a friend. Maybe you have a friend in your life who has ever shared something like this on this topic with you. Maybe your spouse is dealing with this. I don't know. And what I want you to do is pray about this. Ask God's guidance. See if he is convicting you that what you're doing is sinful and wrong and take some action steps to make some changes. And I will be talking about that today. And by the way, if this is something that you're struggling with, and you notice that it's really truly affecting you in a negative way in your relationship with your kids because anger will affect your relationship with your kids. When we're feeling angry, we say and do hurtful things that we regret and that ruptures the relationship between the people that we care about the most. And if you're noticing that this is an issue in your home and you want to do something about it and you're ready to make some changes, you're sick and tired of feeling stuck the way that you are right now. You understand that you are responsible for your action 
You want to cultivate peace and calm in your home and connection with your children. You want to become a nurturing, calm, patient, loving, kind mama to your kids. And you're just struggling so bad and you have no idea where to start. And you just need that support and hand-holding and encouragement and prayer over you. My friend, I have support for you. I can help you. Do you want that? Do you want my help? I have a podcast episode about how to come up with money for coaching. You can pray about it. God will provide a way. He will if you ask him to. I also partner with a financing program that allows you to start coaching with between $100 and $150 a month, which is way less than you would be paying for therapy every single week. And you have access to me Monday through Friday. I am there in your corner praying over you, supporting you, encouraging, giving you guidance and keeping you accountable for doing what you said you were going to do and take action on those things. So my friend, if you want help, I'm here to help you. I have some spots open in my coaching container. I would love for you to join. If your husband is curious what the coaching program is all about, what it entails, he is welcome to join you on the consultation call. That is the next step is to book a consultation call. It is in the show notes. You can come to the call and ask me all the questions that you have about my coaching program. We'll just have a conversation. What you're dealing with, what you're struggling with, and we decide together if my program is the right fit for you. And then you have a conversation with your husband and you guys take the next step if that's what you choose to do. My friend, this might be the answer that you've been praying for. So let's get into the episode and we talk about the physical release, trying to physically hurt your kids when you're feeling angry. Believe me, I prayed over this episode because this is a very uncomfortable topic. This is very uncomfortable, unpleasant, and it brings a lot of shame and guilt, mostly shame that comes when you do something like that and then you ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Why do I do what I know is wrong and sinful and I hurt my kids? I want to stop and I just don't know how to do that. And I'm talking about being rough with your kids, physically grabbing them, twisting their ear, grabbing their arm, yanking them, being aggressive with them, and shoving them, maybe spanking them in anger, pinching them, maybe like shaking them really hard and screaming at them and feeling completely out of control. It's like you have this aerial view of yourself. You understand what you're doing is wrong and sinful. You literally just cannot stop yourself. Do you relate with that? I'm talking about behaving in a way that if somebody saw you through your window, if that's how you're treating your kids, you would be filled with remorse and shame because you know this is not who you want to be. You know this is not aligned with what God is calling you to be and who God is calling you to be for your children. You know what you're doing is wrong and sinful and destructive and hurtful and you literally just can't stop yourself. If you've ever had moments like that, you know exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. And you know how challenging that is and how destructive that is and how you cry yourself to sleep at the end of the night. So the Bible has many verses about having self-control. And that is one of the fruit of the spirits is to have self-control, not other control. That is what God is calling us to do is to have self-control. Also, the Bible also has a ton of verses that I've been reading through in Proverbs in the past month that talks about 
controlling our tongue and how our tongue has so much power in what we say with our words and how words can be so destructive or they can be life-giving and our actions as well. And here I want you to understand what is going on, why you are experiencing this out-of-control situation, why you're acting that way, and then what can you actually do about it. So I want you to understand, number one, is what is going on in your brain when you're feeling anger. I've taught on this before and I will teach it again to you if this is your new episode that you're listening to me. We have three different parts of our brain that help us deal with emotions and our behavior. We have our thinking brain, which is right behind our forehead. This is you and me right now. We are in that part of the brain. You are learning new skills. You are problem solving. You are logical in this part of the brain, you can emotionally regulate when you are in your thinking part of the brain. This is when you feel safe, physically, mentally, emotionally, you feel safe and you are able to think clearly and make good rational choices. When there's some sort of threat, it could be a perceived threat, it could be a physical threat, it could be stress, it could be unmet needs. When it you are experiencing some sort of threat and it builds up, you shift to your emotional part of the brain, which is right in the center of your brain. And when you get to your emotional part of the brain, your thinking brain shuts off and you start making decisions on your emotions. When you are in the emotional part of the brain, you are more rude, disrespectful, you are unkind with your words. This is where you're still using your words. You're not necessarily taking any physical action. You're raising your voice. You are disrespectful. You only see your perspective. You're playing the victim. How everyone is wrong and you are the only correct person. You want to push only your agenda on your kids, on your spouse, whatever is going on. You really want to remain in control and just push that control on the other people. This is you being in the emotional part of the brain. When you're feeling bitter, when you're feeling resentful, when you're feeling stressed out, when you're tired, when you're feeling hungry, when you have unmet needs, you are pulled in multiple directions at the same time, you're feeling overwhelmed, all those things will contribute to you shifting your your emotional part of the brain and acting out in such unpleasant ways. This is it still with your words, not at your actions, it's still your words. When There's enough stress buildup. When you are feeling angry and stressed out and overwhelmed and you're remaining in the environment and the state that is keeping you already stressed out and that stress is building onto your brain, it could be overstimulation. Again, you're hungry, you're tired, you're running late, all these things, right? The house is messy. Everything is just piling up, everything all at once. Your kids are not listening and you're sleep deprived. All these things are just adding up. And you feel the need to need to control, right? Because you maybe are a control freak. Maybe that's the way you were raised and taught that you have to control. That's an illusion. <laughs> you don't really have control over the other. You don't really have control over your kids, your spouse, or circumstances. What you have control over is what you think, say, and do. That's what you can control over. Besides the point, when you feel out of control, you shift to your survival part of the brain, where is the brainstem? This is is fight, flight, or freeze. There's three things that you do when you are in that part of the brain. You either flee and you say, you know what, forget all this, screw this, I'm just walking away, I won't even deal with it. This is just too much, you just escape, you leave, 
You like walk out the door. You don't care what your kids are doing. You just walk away and maybe just get on your phone to escape the reality. You freeze. That's the other option is you just shut down and you freeze. Everything is just too much and you go into like a panic mode and you freeze. Or the third option is what we're going to be talking about today. That is in the fight mode. You go into fight, flight, or freeze and you go into fight where you physically fight. It's like when a bear is attacking you, you go into one of these three. So you either flee, (laughs) you like run away, you either freeze Or you physically try to fight that bear, right? You go into fight more. And it's like automatic. You don't really necessarily get to choose what you're doing in that moment. It's an automatic reaction that just comes out under stress. And so if you are in that fight mode, what is going to happen when you get to the survival part of the brain with enough stress buildup, you are going to want to physically release that anger and physically fight your kids or your spouse or whatever. And this is where a lot of unhealthy, destructive anger reactions, angry reactions come out. This is where abuse can actually happen and take action. And this is scary. This is scary because you, when you are in your survival part of the brain, you're, you're literally out of control. You almost can't control yourself. And you have to catch yourself if you want to start, when we work together and you want to learn to healthy cope, healthily cope in a healthy way with anger, you're going to have to recognize your anger before it gets to that point. Because when you are in survival part of the brain, you are out of control and it's literally almost impossible to stop yourself. You can, but it's insanely hard. Because your body and your mind is out of control. You're doing things. It's like you have this aerial view of yourself. Like I said, you know what you're doing is wrong and you can't stop yourself. And it is so freaking scary. Because you're like, what I'm doing is destructive. It's wrong. It's sinful. It's hurtful. And I literally just can't control myself and stop myself. Okay? And so understanding why it's happening is important and it's the stress buildup of unmet needs overstimulation just unprocessed emotions all those things and I will link the episode in the show notes the thing that talks about what contributes to anger because that's going to help you understand what is leading to anger and also I have a wonderful 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 training that I have for you it's completely free it's a video training I put together for you in the show notes it's five steps to break free from mom rage shame and in that training I talk about in depth what are the reasons and things that lead to anger you need to understand what led to that rage for you to react in that rage so then you are able to recognize that and see things from a different lens and able to stop yourself ahead of time, okay? So that is one of the things. First step one is understanding what's going on in your brain. Step two is that negative mindset where we have that perspective that we have to control our kids. Oh, believe me, this is something I'm still working through and wanting to be in control and wanting to control my kids, what they say and especially do. And my spouse, right? (laughs) Who doesn't struggle with this? Who doesn't want to change their husband and their kids, right? I think we all do. I think we all struggle with that. Besides the point, struggling with that negative perspective, that illusion that you need to control your husband and your kids 
And when you have that mentality that I have to control them and I want to control them and it's my responsibility and job to control them, what happens is that nobody likes to be controlled and they will fight back and they will, when they don't do what you want them to do and you try to control them even more, there's that resistance and that will lead to you feeling angry. And the Bible tells us that we need to have self-control, not other control. It is not your job to control your kids or your husbands. Your job is to control yourself, your reactions, your words, what you think, say, and do. And your job is to influence them and impact them. That is your job. You work on yourself because when you stand in front of God, you're responsible for yourself, for your words and your actions, not your husbands and not your kids. You're responsible for what you said and did and how you responded, okay? And so that negative perspective, that negative mindset that's not serving you, that you have this idea that you have to control, that is what's going to lead to you also leading and contributing to you want to physically hurt your kids because you think you have to control them. Yes, we need to sometimes physically stop our kids from doing things that are unsafe and all the things for sure. Like I do that with my two-year-old all the freaking time. I have to physically remove her from unsafe situations and stop her from doing something that will hurt her or other people. But I'm talking about like that mentality that I have to control my kids. I have to control what my husband says and does. I have to make them do X, Y, Z. And when I can't, that's when that physical aggression might come out. Okay, number three is just the stress, the stress of feeling out of control that is leading to that. And I already mentioned earlier, it's all the things that are leading to you feeling out of control in that situation. It'd be the messy house, the overstimulation, the running late and the overcommitment, no time to decompress and recharge, feeling hungry, feeling tired and sleep deprived. It's all of those things that contribute to that, feeling unsupported by your spouse or just not having any support or trying to do everything on your own. And it's just all those things that are just collecting and adding up stress after stress after stress and not managing it well will lead to eventually you getting to that survival part of the brain. And that is scary. And that's part of the thing that I teach you in my coaching program. The first half of the program, I teach you how to manage stress in a healthy way because when we master that, and reduce controllable stressors, you literally won't feel as angry anymore. And then we get to the anger management point halfway through the program because in the beginning, it's about meeting your needs and supporting you with things that you can control that are in your control, okay? Number four is having that need for physical release. So some of us have the need for physical release when we feel angry. When our anger builds up, there's different stages of anger. Some You're annoyed, you're feeling frustrated, agitated, and then there's that anger, and then there's the rage where you feel completely out of control. So having that physical need to physically release when you're feeling angry, your kids have that and you have that. Some of us have more of a tendency of that than others. So when I'm feeling frustrated, my physical, my need to release my frustration, it's through verbally processing it, having alone time and going on a walk, verbally praying about it, or like not necessarily moving my body. It's it's more about like journaling. It's by talking about it. That's how I release it. But when I get to the anger point, and especially the rage point, which 
Rarely few happens. It happens once in a while, but super, super rare. I get to the rage point because I'm still human and I still mess up and it typically lines up with the week before my cycle. I've shared about this a lot on this podcast, but when I get uh, to that point, that's when I want to physically release. And I I have learned that about myself and your kids will have that. That's why they physically hit each other or maybe try to hit you because it's that physical release of throwing something, just releasing it in a physical way. And there's healthy ways to do that and unhealthy ways to do that. And I have, 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 (laughs) I'm sorry, had episodes on this topic and I will link them in the show notes, how to physically release your anger in a healthy way. I will link that in the show notes so you can go and take a listen to those episodes. But it's recognizing that you need the physical release, recognizing that you're getting to that rage and catching yourself ahead of time And I will teach you all the signs to recognize that as you and I work in the coaching container together. And when you are able to recognize that, catch yourself before you get to the rage and able to release that anger in a healthy way. And it's like in a safe, healthy way to release that negative energy in a physical way. You need that. Most of us need that. And that's instead of punching the wall, that's instead of slamming doors and hurting your kids. It is, you can punch a pillow, you can throw some wool balls at the wall or soft toys at the wall, you can do some push-ups. Like there's so many different ways that you can have a big um, exercise, heavy, like one of those 15-pound balls that you can lift and throw. You can go on the treadmill, you can jump on the trampoline. There's just a bunch of ways to do that, but there's ways to physically release that energy so you don't take it out on your kids. There's nothing wrong with you for wanting to physically release that anger. What is wrong and sinful is taking it out and hurting people. That is wrong and sinful, especially people that you care and love the most. My friend, that is not to put shame over you. That is just to help you understand that this is an issue and it needs to be addressed. And if you want help, I can help you do that. Okay, and then the last thing I want to touch on is number five, is having a plan what you will do when you start feeling the tendency to want to physically hurt your kids. Okay, when we work together, I teach you how to recognize that. What I need you to know is that if you don't walk away, you will hurt your kids. You will say or do something that you will regret and have remorse over and is sinful and destructive, okay? You need to have a plan ahead of time. When I feel angry and I want to hurt my kids, you make a plan, you write it down on paper, whatever you need to do, you say it out loud. I will choose to walk away and take a break or do push-ups or do squats or punch up it, like whatever you need to physically resist. When I feel rage, when I feel angry and I want to hurt my kids, I will walk away walk away, walk away, walk away. You choose to walk away. You make a plan and you teach your brain what you are going to do and you create a new automatic way of responding instead of reacting when you feel angry, okay? You choose to walk away. You communicate. You can communicate with your spouse, with your kids. You can say, I feel so angry right now. I want to hurt someone and I will just walk away because I feel so mad. And I do that with my kids. I say that to my kids. I model that to my kids. And I've said that even recently. I said, I feel so angry. I feel so angry and mad that you did that. I want to hurt you. And I'm just going to walk away because I feel so mad. 
And I do that. I want my kids to hear that because I want them to see that they can choose to walk away when they want to hurt someone. And that is a better decision. You walk away, you cool off, then you can come back and have a conversation. Because if you remain under that stress, when you're feeling angry, it's going to lead to rage and you will say and do hurtful things that are destructive to your kids and are damaging and they will hurt and it will hurt them and it will lead you to feeling like you're the worst mom in the world. You did do a sinful thing. You will be filled with remorse. And you will literally regret what you did. Okay, so this was a lot. This was a lot. This was a really intense episode. And my friend, this was not easy for me to talk about. This was uncomfortable. And the reason I talked about it and the reason I recorded this episode for you is because I know that is something that you struggle with. And I know you are not the only one. You're not the only one. I've worked with clients who experience that aggression, that physical aggression and roughness with their kids, who do this when they feel angry. And they've experienced massive transformation in their lives. And if you want that, my my friend, I can help you. And before I let you go, I'm going to first pray over you. And then the other thing I'm going to do is I will mention one product from Amazon that I'm loving and um, I think you will find it helpful and it's going to be related to this topic. Okay, my friend, my beautiful friend, let me say this prayer over you. Heavenly Father, I bring this mama to you. This mama who is just feeling overwhelmed, who's feeling stressed out, who is maybe acting out in anger towards her kids, who oftentimes lashes out in aggressive ways to her kids and then she's filled with remorse and guilt and shame and feeling like she's a terrible mom lord i pray that you wrap your arms around her i pray that you help her see that those actions are hurtful and they are sinful and that she needs you lord that she needs your help and she needs your support lord help her recognize her anger before it gets to rage help her walk away and communicate that with her family and respond in a god-honoring way lord i pray that you support her and help her on this journey and if she is ready to take the next step i pray that you Give that clarity to her and I pray that her husband is supportive and that you provide the means for her to do that, Lord. I pray all of this in your name. Amen. I want to share with you an Amazon product that I think is going to serve you and that is a weighted ball. A weighted ball that you can have in your garage or maybe in your basement when you feel angry. You know, that physical release of just picking something up and just throwing it on the floor. And maybe it makes a little bit of noise and it just feels that physical release. It is a weighted ball. It's about 15 pounds. You can get one that's heavier if you want to, but you lift it up and you throw it on the ground. And you lift it up and you throw it on the ground. And you can even do like a physical raw release because that also helps you physically release that negative energy in a healthy, non-destructive or hurtful way. You're not hurting anybody. Is it weird? Yes, it is. But you know what? It is better than you hurting your kids with your words or actions. So I will link that ball in the show notes. 
and it will serve you and it will help you. It's not too pricey. It's, it's, it's reasonable. You can get it and it might support you to physically release your anger in a healthy way. And so, my friend, if you have found this episode helpful in any way, shape, or form, I pray that you can share it with a friend. Can you text it to one or two girlfriends and say, hey, I found this podcast. I think you might find it helpful. And I pray that my podcast continues to bless you. I wanted to ask you, I am doing a free giveaway a free coaching call for those of you that fill out a podcast survey. So I want to serve you better in this year and I want to find better ways to serve you and support you. And so on this podcast survey, I would love for you to fill it out and to give me some feedback and what's been helpful, what do you need more help with. And in in return, you will be entered to win a 45-minute session and coaching call with me completely free no strings attached so my friend the link is in the show notes for you to fill out that survey it's going to take you probably three minutes not long at all and i pray that this podcast has been um, helpful for you and a blessing and if this is something that you're struggling with please reach out i'm here to support you friend and until next time hi friend Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.